taking me over The way you looking over my shoulder So baby, come ride with the soldier Nah, nah, nah I'ma take it down, down, down with me Gotta love you now, now, now with me Nah, 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 nah No, you ain't gonna spot out this loud with me Only your problems, I'ma go solve them Come with me, baby, I know we be ballin' Late night, I'm callin' Why is you stallin'? But I'm here every time to catch when you fallin' You're listening to the Tom Thicklin Show on WNHH LP 103.5. Harry, Harry, good morning and afternoon and evening. Uh, thanks to WNHH uh, and New Haven Independent. It's uh, actually tomorrow, I guess, in Australia. So wherever you are on the planet, you can kind of tune in and the shows are archived on iTunes and go to the New Haven Independent. We're also live streaming, uh, Facebook live streaming. So it's a chance to kind of see myself, but more importantly to see M- Michaela Dawkins is here, here, in, here in the studio with me. And uh, the New Haven Register recently reported, I'm sorry, the New Haven Independent rather, that another high school, Hill House High School student will join the Board of Education as another Hill House student prepares to exit. Hill House sophomore and rising junior Michaela Dawkins, who's here with us today, will be the next non-voting student Board of Education representative. Uh, replacing graduating high school senior Corel Ortiz, who I guess found out has the option of going to either Harvard or Yale. So she's, uh, Corel set a great, good precedent for you, Michaela. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but you have a little ways to go with being a sophomore now and you'll be a, a, a junior in September. Um, Ortiz was one of the, the, the two of the first students to ever be elected specifically to represent the interest of their peers and and Michaela Dawson although she was sworn in uh, at a recent board of education meeting will officially kind of uh, join the board in July but we were chatting before the show started and she's already been attending meetings she's attending meetings already so she's getting really well adopted and briefed and, and adapting to to the circumstances and situation and Corel has kind of passed on some some insights to her and I also just found out <clears throat> before we went on on air that Corel was one of the, although a non-voting member, the students, the student board of education representatives are non-voting, one of the most respected board members. So that's, that's, that, those are some big shoes to fill. And I'm sure you're, you're going to fill them wide, wisely. Uh, other students that, uh, that, that competed for this position, I want to give them a shout out. Um, uh, and actually, um, Jacob, Jake, Jacob Spell is still on the board. He's the elder statesman, but you, you've also, uh, ran against, uh, Owen Heapy, you ran against uh, uh, Shailene Berrios and, let's see, Brianna Carmen. And I want to kind of recognize them because you got to have people in the competition to give give people a choice. And so they, they were all winners. Yeah, we're they're, all they're, winners. They were all winners. And I guess salute them and, and Michaela salute you as well. Uh, partic- I guess I wanted to mention before Michaela gives us her, her top 10 and she's already kind of collected uh, input and, and feedback and comments from students, not only at Hill House, but also throughout the system. Again, in terms of the campaign, she had to go around to the various schools and make her platform statements and share her perspectives. And it's really insightful what the students want to want to have, have happen. And it can only happen with, with community involvement and support. Uh, but participation this year in the voting was higher than ever before. Uh, the first time, last year, uh, 2,800 students voted. But this year, almost, almost 3,500 students voted. So that's that's uh, that, that's quite a significant increase to kind of indicate that the students do want to be represented. They do want to have their voice heard. They do want to have accountability. And we have they've elected a person, Michaela Dawkins, as their board of education uh, representative, who's going to who's going to uh, f- fulfill their their desires or make it happen or just uh, strive to make it happen. But she can't do it alone. She cannot do it alone. Right. So, Michaela, welcome. 
Thank you for having see, me. Today. Yeah, I'm good so to see you. Good, good to see you. I mean, I'm happy to, to have you here and happy to be seen, as some of us say, as yes. you, as we grow, as we uh, uh, make this journey in life. But but let, let's get right down to it. You have some some thoughts and suggestions and comments from not only yourself in terms of your insight, but the students. And it's really helpful for the the WNHH audience, and the New Haven Independent audience, to hear what's on the students' minds, because it's mm-hmm. really critical. We hear all these stereotypes and words and controversies about what's going on in the system, but here we have a chance to chat for the next 40 minutes or so exactly uh, about what you've observed and what you've been told. So let, let's get to, your, get to your top 10. Okay, so over the past couple of months, even before I got into this whole situation, and um, I asked students um, around the school, around the district, what do they personally want to see in our schools? So I came up with the top 10. I wish I could do more. I can do more, actually. You will do more. Yes, I will do more. Mm -hmm. But um, these are the most talked about issues and the issues that stuck out most to all of us together. Mm -hmm. So the first issue that is important to us is seeing our schools more clean and keeping up the maintenance in our school. Mm -hmm. Um, I know at Hill House, we actually had a bathroom that has been shut down for over a month and is one of the most used bathrooms and the most popular bathroom that we go to and just not having that, you know, takes away from our education time. We have to go up all those stairs and, you know, stop in the hallway chatting with our buddies <laughs> and, you know, so many distractions in the hallway. So that has been a little bit of trouble for us, you know, and we just feel like that should be taken care of because the bathroom is very necessary in our school, you know. A lot of girls want to fix up our hair or just use it for just different purposes. And, and we're going to talk about uh, that might not seem so substantive as an adult but that right, really is right. is important uh, in terms of environment and ease and just being respective re- respected and and and, and appreciated uh, michaela has a number of, of directly educational things she's going to mm-hmm. suggest but i was really pleased when you when you listed that as number one because the environment and respect is the subtleties of things that really that the messages that are being sent that are really just as important uh, as, as the curriculum. So I appreciate your sharing that. And this is not the kind of slam or critique the union or slam or critique the budget, but it's but it's something that needs to be addressed. And I'm sure uh, we'll be able to send this link, Michaela, to the current board of ed members uh, as well as the mayor. So she can kind of hear these these right. these comments as well. Right. So, you know, that was really important to us. You know, a lot of people use the bathroom just to take that extra breather and just to use it and just to, you know, fix up our hair and just do things that teenagers do in mm-hmm. the bathroom, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was very important to us. And it's not even the fact that it's closed down, but just the length and the time period, like a month. You know, I feel like that should have been taken care of. But mm-hmm. It's okay. Good. We'll Excellent. get to it. Excellent. Um, Another thing that we really want is more extracurricular activity and involvement and we even brought up the idea um one of our peers suggested that we should even try and get discounted bus fare for um after school program and transportation because if we're enrolled in a school and we're students um they felt like we should kind of get like a discount you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so we were looking into that um because some of us we actually take pride in our after school programs and we want to stay after school so that we can get the opportunities and different things that we didn't retain throughout our school days. And we also get the time to hang out with our friends and just, it's just an eye opener after school. 
So just just for clarification, if you stay for the after-school program, normally if you go if you mm-hmm. leave school right after as school ends, you'll take the school bus to wherever it might. Yeah. But do. if you stay for the after-school program, you have to get home or to your location out of your oh, own your, pocket. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. And even at um, Gateway, I know because I take courses, college courses there. We have um, a bus pass, a Gateway certified bus pass mm-hmm. that we could take to get home, and it's discounted. So. And and just just hold hold on that point for a second. Uh, the 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 music that we just heard is at the opening of the show is by Zach Carlin, who's a student at Gateway. Right. And I have happened to be teaching there as well this year. And one of my students is a she's a a junior and from from Hamden High. So I'm really this opportunity for uh, Hamden High for New Haven School high school students to take advantage of Gateway. Right. Let's not sleep on that. And you mentioned that your guide Southern too and Southern as mm-hmm. well. And your guidance counselors are really key key people to help direct right. you and, and dis- help you discover that opportunity. Yeah. Our independent study coordinators usually reach out to us mm-hmm. and our guidance counselors also. Tremendous, tremendous. And just speaking about transportation mm-hmm. and getting home, another thing that we're really, really trying to focus on is getting Creed High School, which is currently located in North Haven, into New Haven. That's the old Hyde. Hyde used to be named as... Yeah, Hyde. Now it's Creed. But Creed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're really trying to focus on getting those kids in our our family, our school family, back into New Haven because they're just so far out. Mm-hmm. Speaking about buses, um, in order for those kids to get back into New Haven, you have to take a mile walk to the nearest bus stop and then take the bus home. And that the bus could take a while to get, you know, it takes mm-hmm. a while to get home. Mm-hmm. So many stops and different things like that. So it's just so hard for them, especially for them. They can't stay after school or they're restricted from doing many things because of where they're located. And I feel like that's important because they're New Haven public residents and mm-hmm, students, mm-hmm. and they're not in New Haven; they're in North Haven. And and I so so appreciate your saying that as a board of education representative, although you're a rising sophomore, a, a junior rather at, at Hillhouse, you you have to represent the total school system. So right. for you to mention, not just my school, for you to mention just a former. Um, uh, Hide now called the Creed. Just the the things that are on your plate, and the thing, and you you still have to go to school, right? You're still a student, right? Yeah, yeah. But really, just a shout out to you and your commitment and your team for helping you get elected. Mm -hmm. Thanks for sharing that. No problem. Um, another thing that we're looking at is not really getting better school. Well, school better school lunches, but actually getting the food that we like the most, so we won't waste food. Because Mm -hmm. I know that. In order for us to even get an apple or milk or just a main entree or a salad, we have to take the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And for someone who doesn't want the full school lunch, we have we have no choice but to because that's the rules. And mm. I feel like if we just want the apple, we shouldn't have to take the burger or the salad also to have a complete meal because we're just going to throw it away. And, so. you know, and, th- and this is so key. Let's just linger on that just a second, Michaela, where mm-hmm. there's policy and I'm sure there are reasons for that. But student input, the, the consumer input, I have a friend who teaches at, at Housatonic Community College mm-hmm. on consumer behavior and, and market-driven kind of a, uh, paradigms, et cetera. And again, we can't lose, fight, lose fact of the fact that if you have, from an economic standpoint, I hear you saying that it's, 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 it's hurting the school system yeah. and the customer, meaning the student, is not getting satisfied. So for a fruit, I, I, was, I thought you were going to say just dessert, but here's something that, that's healthy. That's, yeah, we have many healthy choices. Uh, so uh, again, we'll be passing on this this tape uh, to to the mayor and 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 so several of my friends that are on the board just to kind of give them a chance to have some feedback. And I'll probably ask them to kind of come on mm-hmm. come on to the uh, the show as well. There's been a lot in the news about uh, the transition that the school system's going through in terms of the superintendent search. 
uh, and certainly we'll probably have announcements this month or next month about staff changes. Typically in the spring, people resign mm-hmm. and retire, et cetera. But it's really important to have Michaela on the show now where people can that are interested in the school system, parents as well, and the meetings are open, kind of gets here from the student perspective. So we're going to have you on again and your team probably when, when school resumes in, yeah. in, in the fall. But what, what do you have next on, on there? Um, Making sure that we have technology available to us. Mm, making sure they have technology available. Yes, because I know in my school we have a lot of computers and computer labs and we're just sometimes not able to get to them because either a class reserved them or the door is locked. And I know that they're trying to prevent us from being on our cell phones. And sometimes we actually do work on Mm -hmm. our cell phones, but sometimes even myself, I catch myself getting distracted because, you know, Facebook notifications and Snapchat and things like that. And I feel like if we put a computer in front of us, it can open so many doors. Mm -hmm. I know Mm -hmm. that a lot of things, um, a lot of jobs and a lot of pathways like computer science are coming into play and coding and things like that. Mm-hmm, and I feel like mm-hmm. if you put a computer in front of front of us, it can just open so many doors and show us new things that we have not been introduced to yet. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's just linger for a second. I've heard that in the previous jobs and, and opportunities I've had here in New Haven, uh, that issue continues to come up about accessibility of the, the software, the yeah. hardware, the, the equipment might be available, but the act, but the student access for a variety of reasons yeah. is sometime, let's say discretionary and not as uniform as one would like it. And that's an, that's an issue uh, if you're listening, Darnell, if you're, if you're listening to the mayor, and again, we're going to send you this tape. That's something, uh, uh, Dr. Mayo, that's something that really needs to be to be looked at in 2017. I've been, I've been hearing this off and on for the, almost the last decade, uh, and it might, not be a, it might be a problem that we cannot solve, but if it is, we need to not just give up on it and just find out where, where are the impediments to having the student utilization of the uh, technology that's available, particularly now in 2017. And, and, and I could play you if, if I had a recording of some conversations I'd had with people, maybe 10 years, 10, even maybe 15 years ago, it's, uh, the words would be almost identical to what Michaela has just shared. So Michaela, I'm glad you just referenced that in terms of the, there's a historical issue kicking in here that, that we must not uh, uh, hamper the growth and, and success of our students moving forward. Yeah. And as mm-hmm. times are changing, we really need that technology. Of us, yeah. And and actually, just yes, Michaela, let's just I, I had the pleasure of uh, chatting with you. Uh, a shout out to the cathedral, cathedral of the Spirit Church yeah. out of out of Bridgeport that also now has a service here in New Haven. And so during their STEM STM yep. week, they had students from Hill House at Whitney Commons, and I just went in being being my nosy self. <laughs> uh, but I I have a license, somewhat of a theoretical, I guess a practical license to be nosy and just sat down beside you and we just started talking. We had a great uh, conversation. Yeah. And so for 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 the cathedral of the uh, of the Holy Spirit to have that stem, it's everyone recognizes stem versus you could say stem or steam. But this is it's 2017, guys, and we really, really, really with artificial intelligence, with virtual reality, with driverless cars, with you, you name it, we the students must be equipped for whatever the future might be. But, right. Um, next, I want to focus on having a more diverse and comfortable school atmosphere. Diverse and comfortable school atmosphere. Yeah, so making sure that everyone feels like they have a place and that they're a part of something. Mm-hmm. Because in college, we have so many opportunities, Black Student Union, Chinese Scholars Association, and coding clubs, robot, robotics club. We have mm-hmm. so many things, and I feel like we should be introduced to that in high school as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... Want also? Wait, wait, I, let's, let's let's stay on that point. That's yeah. that's that's an important one. El- yeah. Elaborate a little bit, because now we have a lot of we have a lot of programs 
in schools mm-hmm. that we could take advantage of. And I feel like it should be more open and introduced to kids. Um, even in my school, we have a program called Telling Our Story mm-hmm. for people from different ethnic backgrounds and different families to come and share their story about who they are mm-hmm. and their different cultures. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's important. Mm-hmm. We also have um, Pathways to College program, mm-hmm. and we get to go on tours. Even um, the past week, they had a um, HBCU college store for students to go to, and a lot of kids, you know, we didn't really didn't know or they didn't really want to do it. And I feel like we should be encouraged or it should be put out there more that these opportunities are available. Let's, 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 let's linger on that for a second. The, mm-hmm. the telling our story, Hillary Bridges yes. sat, sat in the chair where you're sitting. We had a chance to uh, chat. When I say we, Harry and I had a chance to t- chat with Hillary as well as Kai Perry about four, four, four weeks ago. Um, so let's talk about that. Is it more uh, students knowing about these opportunities early enough or the information being repeated yeah or for the counselors or the teachers to kind of share it in their curriculum or yeah. the student newspaper? What's what's going on to kind of just let people know or to, to help encourage and motivate for them to take that take mm-hmm. that step of participation? I feel like even for this election, um, it wasn't put out there much. And I feel like we should have, even in our school, a school board, mm-hmm. like um, weekly activities or weekly announcements. Because a lot of kids, we have our headphones in, we're not listening to the overhead announcements we're not listening to um what teachers tell us i feel like we're more visual we should see posters we should see we should have teachers telling us constantly these are available these mm-hmm. are available. so we can and more kids need to actually tell their friends and i know i need to tell my friends we need to come out more and show support to these groups because they're very mm. very good mm. and mm. a lot of kids you know we're scared to get outside of our comfort zone and things like that and i feel like we should be encouraged more or we should be able to be different and be able to go to these clubs and not feel ashamed of it. Mm, mm. You're listening to the Tom Ficklin Show, and I have the pleasure of chatting with Michaela Dawkins. Michaela is the, the uh, well, she's already been sworn in. We'll attend her first official meeting in July, but the, the, the next non-voting student uh, member of the Board of Education, the Board of Education representative, and really key, uh, not every school system nationwide or even in Connecticut, for example, has uh, students that are non members of any any degree, uh, and again, non voting is uh, there's a, there are legal reasons behind that, but nonetheless, her participation is is going to be full and fledged. And again, voting is one thing, but kind of having the community come out, having people know about the issues. Uh, uh, there's many ways to kind of influence policy and procedures of any institution, but particularly for a board of education. So come out to the next meetings. Uh, I'll be sure to to post more of the meetings uh, on my website and and on my on my blog. Uh, um, I'm thinking, uh, Harry, do we want to, well, we do a Facebook live. Let's, let's just take a, a little break and, and play a little bit more from Zach, Zach Carlin, just for a second. And we'll just, and Zach is a student. It's, uh, this, this, this sounds like a gateway community college show. And I, but I really love what that, the resource that we have there. And Zach's a student in the course that I'm te- teaching. I like to kind of promote our talent as we're prom- promoting Michaela.
Okay, we're back. We're back. And I was just wanted to take a pause because there's so much going on in the world and society, but we're drilling down just in terms of New Haven today, uh, the Board of Education in a way, the secondary school education. But again, wherever you are on the planet, education, particularly for the secondary school level, the say the 14 to 18 year old age group, that's so key. And how do students kind of stay motivated, stay kind of uh, committed and understand that their future, in spite of what the politics of the day might be kind of portending, that future can be bright if they're kind of equipped and dedicated and clear and also have kind of adult and, and, and clear nurturing support for what their respective endeavors might be. Specifically in terms of the Hill House academics, people forget that it's not like the Hill House Tigers or the Hill House uh, uh, Indians or the Hill House Braves. It's the, the Hill House academics. So academics, that that's your, that's your motto. That's mm-hmm. your, that's so, and I just saw the indication, the article a few weeks ago, a uh, report, I should say, Michaela, where the graduation rate uh, at Hill House has, has gone up uh, like, like never before. And that's, a, that's, that's probably a part of, I think was well, part of it. What, what, what's the reason for that? You guys have championship teams, but I think I get the sense that you have that championship spirit that's kind of t- overtaking the school on the, on the playing field, as well as in the academic arena. Yeah, I noticed that this year um, we have, because we stopped the structure of academy. Mm-hmm. So we have like regular you know, classes and groups of students, diverse mixture of juniors, seniors, sophomores in one class. And um, a lot of us are just coming out of our shell and showing that we are very, very bright this year. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just working extra hard mm-hmm. to prove everybody that Hill House is living up to its name mm-hmm. and its motto. So mm-hmm. even on the field, I'm unfortunately not an athlete, but I know that everyone, not just at Hills, we're, we're really putting in the work in the, in the books and on the field also. Mm-hmm. So we're all doing good. I had a chance to kind of chat with uh, uh, Coach Lightell for the football team. And he mentioned that they have the study hall, even for if you're on the team, you still have study hall. Yeah. Kind of a, a obligatory. And, and that, that was key. So the, the, uh, the uh, NAACP as a digression has a, as the Olympics, a uh, youth Olympics, where you can be a, an athlete on the field, but also you can be a mental athlete. So yeah. let's not dis- discount the fact that the you know, physicality is one thing, but but your mental gymnastics are also yeah. certainly another. I'm sure you exercise in some way, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. do you do? You walk? Or you dance? Or walk. You... I dance around my house. Dance around my kitchen while I'm cooking. Mm-hmm. Like I'm burning down house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But now I'm not really as athletically gifted, sadly. My mm-hmm. dad was a basketball player, but yeah. I think I'm sticking with my mom with the <laughs> public speaking. <and> <laughs> Excellent. Well, well, certainly you're going to get enough activity, at least kind of aerobics or, or walking, going back right. to all these meetings and going downtown the yes. gateway and going to the Board of Ed meetings and, and other things. Yeah. Let's continue for this again, the Tom Ficklin Show and Michaela Dawkins is with us. And Michaela's top 10. She's a, a non-voting member of the Board of Education and uh, she'll be a, a, a junior at, at, at a at Hill House High School uh, in September. Yes. So the next thing on my list, our list, is implementing more leadership roles and opportunities to get jobs, internships, and volunteer work. Mm -hmm. So a lot of kids say that they want to be put in the place of the teacher because peers will listen to, like, Mm. teenagers will listen to teenagers Mm. more than adult authority. Mm -hmm. So having that... um, that leadership role in the classroom and taking over and letting us students kind of lead things now and have teachers monitoring us mm-hmm. um, kind of gives teachers the rest and gets us working even more mm-hmm. than we already mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of us, um, we some of us want to be teachers and want to be in education and want to 
lead um, different groups and clubs. So letting us do that in the classroom or during our day gives us that view into the workforces and developing skills as a leader and a person. And let's kind of linger on that point. That's really a key. And I really appreciate uh, your coming on, Michaela, and being so specific with your top 10. But let's linger on that point in terms of instruction because instruction and the way students are instructed today in, in 2017, if you look back, in terms of some of the uh, even some of the teaching college uh, college colleges, they're going through somewhat of a, if not a controversy or a big divide, but but a big discussion about what's the best way to motivate and lead and and have this trans transformational leadership is a key word. But portfolio management is a thing we know about teachers assistant, but have how do students kind of uh, teach one another, teach one another, mm-hmm. uh, support one another, and 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 is the teacher just necessarily dispensing information or is, or is he or she managing the class and kind of uh, coaching the class? So whether you're a teacher is a, is a, just things coming out. I'm, st- I'm standing at the blackboard and you listen to me or whether it's uh, managing, coaching, nurturing, inspiring, that's kind of a delicate balance, but it's really so key for you to mention that now because any of the educational literature talks about that the students where it's, it's a different society. Now students are, are there the, the 14 to 18 year olds are more, we've heard it say that they're more mature. It's, it's not only it's, it's true to the nth degree, so yeah, you got to kind of include people. You got to get, get them to feel that, they're, that they have equal, if not ownership, that they have an equal right or participation. And again, they are the customer. So this is a key point for the curriculum, uh, the heads of the various curriculum at the school system to really kind of consult with you more and some of the uh, uh, the, the principals about how do how do particularly at the tenth, eleventh, and twelfth grade level. Again, if you're able to take courses at, at Gateway, you're certainly able to kind of participate more actively in your your classes at. At Hill House, so this is a key point that you've mentioned in terms of curriculum distru- instruction and curriculum design. So I, I I salute you for 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 lifting this up, and this is something that the and the, and when you get on your you'll be assigned as a board of education member. You'll have various committees that you'll be be assigned to, and I'm sure there's an that an, an instructional committee, whether you're a, an official member of the instructional committee or not. But yeah, this is going. To, this is something that I, I would urge you. Uh, Michaela, to continue to kind of keep your eye on the, the the need for it, and you've articulated it so well. Yes, thank you. Um, the next thing that we would like to focus on is bringing that health factor into mm. school, mm. whether it's sexual health, nutrition, um, reproductive health, everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed a lot of kids really, 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 and me being a part of the STARS program at Planned Parenthood, students mm-hmm. teaching about um, responsible sexuality, um, it keeps coming up that we need that sexual education in school. And a lot of adults, you know, they're not really agreeing. But, you know, it's about what the students want mm-hmm. as well as, you know, adults just helping us, leading us along the way. And they're just saying, you know, um, we have a lot of teen pregnancy and things like that. And we want to support that and keep that um, always a part of our, you know, school. Letting everyone mm-hmm. feel like they're, mm-hmm. they have a place mm-hmm. in school. Mm-hmm. And also having that um, sexual health because a lot of kids really don't know. And it's something that, you know, we naturally go through and naturally experience as life goes on. So why not bring it to kids' attention and educate us on it so that we can stop some of the um, negative outcomes of not being so responsible? Sure, sure. Well, let, let's, let's, let's linger, on, linger on that for a second. As we know from the D.C., there's a, this threat to kind of, uh, limit the the funding for Planned Parenthood, and I had right. a chance to participate. There was a march that one of the groups here in, in New Haven held to uh, raise money for Planned Parenthood. And Ju- Judy Tabor, the longstanding uh, executive director for uh, Planned Parenthood, has has recently resigned. But to get to the point, 
our good buddy Seth Poole. So we yes. we got to get Seth on the show. But tell us more about the STARS program. The teen counseling program is really important. So let, let, And you have time for this. Yes, yes, yes. So we meet um, every Tuesday. And this is open to all New Haven public students. Mm-hmm. And even Hamden, too. I mm-hmm. And um, we basically, we meet and we discuss things like um, get yourself tested mm-hmm. and reproductive health. And just we even put on um, we have Seth come in and mm-hmm. speak along mm-hmm. with the students because I know we have two stars at Hill House, myself and another person. Mm-hmm. And we actually can put on like an educational um, group mm-hmm. and speak to our students mm-hmm. about things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, you know, that's important because, like I said earlier, you know, especially with curriculum. Students listen to students more mm-hmm. than adults, and coming from students and something that's going to help all of it. And I, I've gotten so much, so many wonderful responses from kids when I try to outreach and help yes. them. And it's like kids really need this, and just letting it known that it is going on because a lot of kids don't want to speak about it. A Indeed. lot of adults don't, and just letting you know, students know that we're here as a uh, person. If mm-hmm. they don't have anyone in that school to speak about it with them, we're there for them. And that's really important. And it's only two of us and we have like 900 kids. <laughs> so it's, it can get challenging, but just, we try to reach out to everyone. How are you, uh, how are you initially recruited? How did you find out about it? The, the STARS program? Oh, okay. So I took part in a program called Solo Youth. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually another opportunity that us students have. Mm-hmm. And we work with kids and teach them about nature and teach them about different things, mindfulness and healthy eating and loving yourself. And Seth actually came in to speak to us teenagers okay. during one of our workshops and trainings. And he gave me a paper for Teen Clinic, which is mm-hmm. another thing oh. that could be helpful to kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so Teen Clinic is when you come in and you get tested or you get the things that you need, birth control or whatever, you know, you need. And is free or on a sliding scale if you need any services. So Seth invited me. He said, you know, we don't have anyone from Hill House or the piece, the people that we have from Hill House are graduating. Mm-hmm. So I want you to fill that position. Mm. So that's when me and Seth kind of hit it off, just like we did. We yeah. spoke at um, another event. Mm-hmm. So Seth reached out. To, he said, well, I think you guys will be a great fit. So he interviewed us. We went through the whole application process, and I became a peer educator for Tremendous. And in terms of solar youth, a shout out to Joanne. Joanne, pronounce her last name. The head of solar youth. Sioli? Yeah. Yeah, something of that. But but a shout out to her. And again, this and the way that you've mentioned the solar youth and the Planned Parenthood and the the teen counselors and just the after school programs, these linkages, these these stepping stones are really, really important as as you as you are perhaps a, a, a a tremendous illustration of where one can just, if not. I don't use it, like to use the phrase "move up the ladder," but just stay stay involved, just evolve greater, just uh, pr- not promote yourself, but just to grow as a person. So there are things all available here in the New Haven in terms of teen teen activity and pro- teen teen activities and programming. But one has to know about them yes. and, and kind of be uh, just, just the awareness kind of thing. So it's really really key. I know in the past we've had a teen uh, a booklet of a directory of, of teen of teen activities and and youth activities, particular summer summer activities. But there's always a need need for more. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the solar youth and certainly Seth, we'll have to get Seth Poole and some of the other folks, uh, from Planned Parenthood over here. So, so important. So important. Well, what, what's next? What's next for you? Um, 
a lot of this came up. So we okay. want to focus on college and SAT prep as mm-hmm. well as life skills. Mm-hmm. Because many of us coming out of high school, we don't know how to do make a resume. We don't even know how to do some job applications. Mm-hmm. And we just need to be prepared. We don't even know how to do budgeting sometimes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, just making sure that we even have an after school program about that or just implementing that in like a classroom take a few minutes to focus on that is very important because i me myself i just completed my resume and it took me a week to do so <laughs> it was just so frustrating and hard so um having help in school and i know a lot of teachers have made resumes so they mm-hmm. can help us mm-hmm. out with that that's mm-hmm. important let's um, just, just just linger on that for a second there are again we're this is the tom ficklin show michaela dawkins is here michaela is the newly elected representative student representative to the board of education and I know I've known and continue to know many of the counselors and and people that that are providing kind of life skill training at the school system. But there's always room for more. There's always room for more. And in fact, the, the curriculum, almost regardless of what you're teaching, there's in my standpoint, uh, there's there's a way to to incorporate life skills training, budgeting, and almost in any subject that 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 that, that you're teaching as well. So right. it's really important for you to hear that. In 2017, it it could be a matter of resources, but you're gonna. I'm I, I'm warning Darnell and, and and Reggie and the rest of the crew when they have their next their meeting in July that Michaela's coming and and, and I'm warning them now to kind of yeah. kind of be on their p's and q's because some of these issues need need to be resolved. The the count the the issue of the I, I worked for something in New Haven back in the 19 <laughs> 1970s, <laughs> uh, literally for like 1975 to 78 called Project Seekout, which assisted students with with SAT prep. So. Uh, again, this this issue still remains. This is 2017 now, and for to have you sit in front of me and kind of articulate the the need. And again, I'm not bashing the people that are being paid as we speak to kind of do this around spring mm-hmm. spring break this week. But uh, th- there's a need for still for the for the for the students to be heard, the customers to be to be heard. Where the, the citizens, in terms of our taxes, we're paying for the for the services, and we want to sh- make sure that the students get the return on the investment. And and, and it's so 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 it's a pleasure to kind of have you in in front of me to kind of emphasize a point that the return on the investment, the quality of the teaching, the quality of the instruction and the quality of the student behavior is all linked together. But what do you have next? Um, next we have a student safe place or safe space. Mm, so mm, mm. basically what I got a lot of was in my, in myself, I actually think this is a great idea. Um, having a place where students can come to, whether it's just a table with chairs around it with, you know, stress balls mm-hmm. in the middle um, or just a room where you can go in and just sit and you can express yourself freely. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us, I know in the classrooms and outside of school, we have a lot of problems and things that may be affecting us mm. in our work. And we might need to step out the classroom for a minute. Mm-hmm. And that's why some of us have, we go to the bathroom and take a break. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of kids, you know, we're struggling with a lot of adult situations mm. that mm. need to be addressed mm. or need to be spoken mm. about. And I know that um, at Metro, I just sat in one of their meetings. They have a lot of Metropolitan Business Academy. Yes, mm-hmm. they have a lot of social emotional support mm-hmm. for students, and um, the percentages of students coming out and taking advantage of those services have increased. Mm-hmm. So it shows that we really rely on. We just need someone to speak to. We need whether it's students, peer peer mediation, um, and a social worker speaking to us. And I know actually in our school. We have a group that meets Mondays, um, and we speak about if for kids who have lost someone mm-hmm, or lost mm-hmm, something that mm-hmm, meant a lot mm-hmm, to them. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I take part in that group because I lost my mom. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that even affects me in my classroom. Mm-hmm. So I just, I could relate to other kids, you know, some things or sometimes even, you know, we have you know a lot of physical altercations. We might need to step outside of the learning environment and let those kids continue on learning. Mm-hmm. And we go to that um, specific area or room or place in our school. And I really appreciate your, what you've just shared in terms of the social emotional learning. And also that's very key. And there are people uh, staffed and uh, tasked at mm-hmm. the school system to kind of handle that. But perhaps they might need some assistance. Perhaps they can expand the peer mediation. There, perhaps there could be other students that they could do the train, the trainer thing. So there's ways to expand to look at the total workforce, the total, the total population in the schools, even the security guards. I know there's a security guard in mm-hmm. Bridgeport that has a program that I really like Harry Bell. A shout out to Harry. I'll, I'll share that with you. You might be interested in what Harry is doing. You were kind enough to share with me when we first met, and you, you didn't know me from Adam or Eve, but ho- mm-hmm. hopefully you thought I was more of an Adam than an Eve. But I'll just, that's just that's just kind of a joke <laughs> about about your your personal loss, but right. also how you turn that into an inspiration. Yeah, kind of chat about that a little bit. Okay, so um, before my mom actually had passed away, she was very active in the community. Community always at board meetings, always bringing me along with her. She took pride in her local thirty four union that mm-hmm. she was, and she. Um, superintendent whenever he saw her he mm-hmm. turned his back he was not happy because she always would be you know mouthing off oh this that and other hill house school we need this we need that and we're taxpayers and she just um god bless her heart she mm. was always like always on things and always speaking about problems in her community and always you know networking and getting things done mm-hmm. and now that she's not here i feel like i have to you know follow her mm. footsteps mm. and keep that legacy mm. going mm. and uh, i'm just so happy to be on the board because mm. i know that that is something that she mm. will she's looking wa- down yeah, on mm-hmm. she'll be so happy to see that i'm doing this because she wished that she was on student president for student council in high school and in every union you could think of mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. just great always trying to help people and i have to keep that legacy that's tremendous that's true and and thank you so much for for sharing that again we i was just a stranger and for sharing it with the public and and you mentioned the trauma and and sometimes the memories can inspire Mm -hmm. uh certainly we have our sad days but again the part part of life is kind of understanding the sadness and the joy you know and the volatility and the the fragility of what it is to be alive so again when you mentioned the social emotional support that's also so key Mm -hmm. i know many schools are kind of having folks come in you uh kind of help out from the community um i know malcolm welfare was and gary holder winfield had a program where people which some of the men would show up on monday mornings or a particular morning on uh and kind of greet people coming in but and i i was talking with jamenda wasser a few weeks ago she had a a play at Lincoln Bassett. So there's ways for, for the community to get involved in a variety of ways. Yeah. And so just, just don't, don't sleep on that, that, that activity. Don't let, don't let M- M- Michaela carry the burden right. <laughs> alone. And um, not only just focusing on high school, but also focusing on elementary mm-hmm. and middle schools. Mm-hmm. That's very important mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I have a 14 year old sister that goes to co-op. I have a eight year old brother goes to Booker T. Washington Academy mm-hmm. and I have a four year old sibling. Mm. So I get to hear all different things that they need they, or may want too. Mm-hmm. So um just showing that they're important and going to visit those schools and also hearing what they need too. Mm-hmm. And that kinda um goes along with my last thing on mm-hmm. the list. Um showing more awareness um for minority groups. Mm-hmm. Um I know the topic of deportation and things are is becoming more common. Mm-hmm. And just showing them, and not only them, but the LGBTQ community, um, people from, students from other countries, 
and people who have health um special health needs yes, that they yes, need to be yes, met, yes. um is very important because my four year old brother, even though he's so young, he is affected by hemophilia. Mm. And actually when the votes were getting counted on um two weeks ago on Friday, I was at a medical symposium getting mm. more knowledge about his disorder meeting with other kids of multiple ages, um, teenagers who have von Willebrand, hemophilia, just um, sickle cell, just meeting mm-hmm. with all those people mm-hmm. and learning more about blood disorders because mm-hmm. it's something that affects us and many people do not know about it. And I know a lot of students or some students have you know, autism or they may mm-hmm. be a part of the LGBTQ community and they just want to like feel supported and want to be known. I just want to gain um, show awareness on that too that they're important and that their needs will be met also. And and you referenced that's really so key. I think May is mental health month and mm-hmm. we had autism awareness day this month, but you know, 24 seven, 365 nurturing the planet, nurturing ourselves, mm-hmm. remaining healthy is, is so key. We can slap these various labels, but again, mm-hmm. the holistic, the integration of the mind, body, spirit is so important. Um, we, we were talking about even some of the uh, school nurses do not right. have, don't, don't have access to, Okay, so um, one of the activities that we did during the medical symposium um, was role play. So we sh- we kind of like put on um, positive and negative ways to react to what they call a bleed, mm-hmm. which is when um, you have a blood disorder when you get a cut. And with blood disorders, they um, they bleed not longer, but it takes a little bit longer for their cut or their mm. they break an ankle. It'll take weeks to, or months to heal. So just get um. Getting that awareness for nurses, too, because a lot of people, they do not know what blood disorders are. They don't know how to handle it, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. when um, my brother, who's in the elementary school, he gets constant nosebleeds. And the four-year-old, you know, he might fall and hurt himself and mm-hmm. get a, a bleed. And it's just, like, so important um, that we learn more about that. Um, school nurses don't know what to do. It's And just being a living with a, a bleeder yes. and... Um, I call him a bleeder, but mm-hmm, personal mm-hmm. hemophilia is mm-hmm. very challenging because it gets so overwhelming because we're not used to just blood just, you know, yes, flowing. Yes. So um, nurses, I feel like we should do like a little workshop or I can even go around and um, have some kids who have hemophilia help me and go speak to nurses mm-hmm. about it because it's something that's going on that many don't know about. Really important. Because it doesn't affect, you know, their family or our community. Or, yeah. Really important. Yeah. We're, we're kind of winding up on, and I'm going to give you Give me the last word, Michaela. But uh, for the summertime, what's cooking cooking for the summer for you? Do you have a few options? You're just exploring a few things? Or? Yeah. So Dr. Mayo was like, Michaela, I need you to come into education. But mm-hmm. I'm just like, Dr. Mayo, I love medicine. I love science. Mm-hmm. So um, over the summer, I'm really looking forward to doing a cancer research program, mm-hmm. which um, is very um, really hits home because I actually lost someone to cancer. Mm. So just... And my mom also had epilepsy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, neurology and oncology is it's just a lot of these things should be more open to kids. We need to learn what we want to do before we actually get there. Mm-hmm. And we're like, mm-hmm. oh, what should we do? So I'm over the summer, I'm going to take the opportunity and go if I um, we find out the results in which program we got accepted to in May. Okay. So by May, I'll know whether I got into the cancer research program, cross my fingers. But um, shout out, just, shout out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning. I'm looking forward to learn about because I'm a part of the Yale Pathways to Science program. Okay, good, good. Yep. Now they meet on Saturdays also. They... Yeah, there's a lot of Saturday mm-hmm. um, opportunities. Mm-hmm. And during the week, even. During the week. There okay. was a, um, this last this Monday, it was a Bones um, 
and something program, science program that was open to us. They had a lot of woman leadership. And I went, I attended an event for computer science, women in STEM, Mm -hmm. in STEAM, um, and watched Hidden Figures. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I remember. Yes. Okay. So they Mm -hmm. have a lot of open opportunities for um, the youth and Mm -hmm. for adults that are out there. But over the summer, I'm looking forward to doing science and attending Yale Pathways to Science or attending CROI, Cancer Research of Yale, or even SSRI, um, Summer Science Research Institute. Tremendous. Right. I, I think Dr. Mayo would forgive you because, again, we yeah. need si- science teachers and, yeah. and science PhDs and writing your book and writing textbooks for science. Mm-hmm. So you, you, there's still ways to contribute. I mean, this, ed, this, this word of education has so many ramifications now. I mean, life, is, life has to be about education, whether it's in a, in a classroom or in, in your home and with us having the Internet of all things and Internet everywhere and in, Internet being everywhere. So information and, and content and learning is, is going to be a, an opportunity wherever you might might be situated, even in prisons for that matter, because people are kind of coming out with their degrees, even if they're incarcerated. Uh, last word. I mean, this is this is fun. We're going to have you back in, in, in the fall, obviously, and and uh, maybe some of your students and some of your colleagues you might want to bring with you. It's so yeah. it's so important, the, the student voices. So I'm really obligated and committed to kind of chatting with you and, and some of your, your colleagues on, on an ongoing basis. Um, I'm just so excited once again to be here and to be back in the fall. I didn't even know we'd come back, but I'm looking forward to it mm-hmm. even soon. Even mm-hmm. sooner, I look forward to coming back here. Um, I just really want to express to students that our voices are important. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so happy that we had 33 hundred kids come out to vote um because like i said our voices are really important and over the years you know we weren't even able to vote some of us Mm. if your skin color your gender you know Mm. what you identify yourself as we weren't able to vote so i really express we need students to come out and take this opportunity so we can impact our future in such a positive way and i'm just like Kids are like, oh, I don't know when board of ed meetings are. And I'm just like, I'll get that information mm-hmm. to you because we need more students in the audience mm-hmm. showing, mm-hmm. you know, we can have so many requests, but if we don't have people there fighting mm-hmm. and people showing up to the meetings, you really think they're going to, you know, listen? To mm-hmm. So I'm just like, we really got to get out there, get our voices heard and show that we care, yes. not just t- giving it to me and Jacob to mm-hmm. tell, mm-hmm. but just having people go up to the mic and speak themselves. Yes, the and meetings I, are open, yes. Yeah, they're open and I'll mm-hmm. get that schedule put up and put in many schools so that all the kids can know that their voices will be heard and that they need to show up there because they're just like oh i don't know where it's at so i'll get that indeed michaela thank you so much you know power to the people is kind of used so colloquially but it's really important power to the students power to all of us so let's exercise it uh, you know in a civil way and express our views and thank you once again this is the tom ficklin show and the guest has been michaela dawkins and we'll talk to you talk to you soon and harry Harry, thank you as always thank you harry But I'm here every time to catch when you fall in Just let me love you, I think you're so special to me Special to me You're gonna get in the mood So try to come let go of me Let go of me, baby Girl, I need you now, need you now You're the only thing I've been thinking about Girl, I need you now Stop everything you're doing And come see me now Like, oh, hey,
can I 